before it, there were only a few video games that fit into the party game genre. An Olympic decathlon game in 1980, a couple of games in the NES era, You Don't Know Jack in 1995, and that brings us here to 1999. So when Mario Party was released to the United States in February of 99, it was, well, a party. Friends could gather in groups to play this virtual board game that was accessible to everyone. It was fun to play, and it was fun to watch. With over 50 minigames to play, it was easy to find something for everyone. Today, we're going to be talking all about Mario Party and the party games genre as a whole. We'll take a look at those games that came before it and those that came after it. Afterwards, we'll spend some time testing our knowledge of Mario Party minigames before wrapping up with a discussion on the video game character we'd most want to be. Guys, we're going to party like it's 1999 as we take today's trip down memory card lane. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I hope these words find you well. Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of our video game nostalgia podcast, A Trip Down Memory Card Lane. Each week, we pick one release from the current week in gaming history, and I use it as an excuse to teach you something new about the world. And I'm here to remind him that we're still hosting a video game nostalgia podcast in which it's important to actually talk about video games. Yeah, that you are. That you are. Well, in case you didn't know, I'm David Casson, and as always, that voice belongs to my handler and co-host, who, for some reason, has been walking around everywhere lately, telling everyone that he's a a superstar of sorts. He's my brother, Rob Casson. Rob, you do know that you're leading people to believe that you're some sort of celebrity, right? I mean, don't you ever, do you admit to them that you're really just bragging about winning the latest game of Mario Party? Well... When you win the game of Mario Party, you may as well be a celebrity. I I guess you're a superstar in someone's heart, huh? Got that right. 24 episodes. That's six months. We made it six months without having a complete fallout and quitting the podcast. So that's something to celebrate. <laughs> that it is. Half a year. <laughs> Woo. That's a that's a that's impressive. I I'd, I'd be really curious to find out how many podcasts actually survive half a year honestly i know of i mean half a dozen if not more that i started listening to during the pandemic that have already either taken hiatuses or shut down or or whatever and and here we are every week for six months so yeah we're not going anywhere honestly congratulations it's something to be really proud of i'm I'm being serious well dave congratulate yourself because you're here right with me Mm -hmm. and it was your brainchild so but with that I think people are here to hear about the game of the week. So why don't you break it down for us, Dave? Yeah, I'm already po- all, already keeping me on track. <laughs> yeah, so we're heading back to February of 1999. Uh, we're going to party like it's 1999. Who who doesn't talk about ni- 1999 without saying that line? Y2K talk was just starting. It was early in the year. The number one hit on the radio was Angel of Mind by Monica. You probably don't even know who Monica is at this point. Speaking of Monica, Friends was still going on TV, super strong. 
Other things on TV, Law and Order. S- I guess Law and Order SVU is a bad one. That thing was on like twenty years. It's the West still on. I know mm-hmm. the West Wing was going. Who wants to be a millionaire? Was a thing. Did you was was that even a show for you at all? Did you ever ever watch the when it was a hype thing? I mean, maybe I just watched a bunch of reruns because I definitely remember watching that quite often. It was mm. Just another and, one of those fun shows. Absolutely, and just like now. The news cycle was dominated by talk of a presidential impeachment. Back then, though, it was Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton, being impeached for having inappropriate relations in the Oval Office. Times were different then, or not. I don't know. I I guess it just depends on who you ask. It blows my mind, though, that we went from being an impeachment for, for basically sex in the Oval Office to where we are now. And people still want to have a debate. Such is life. You know what I mean? Say la vie. La vie. So here we are, February 8th, 1999. The world was given the very first Mario Party game for the Nintendo 64. Rob, did you ever have the pleasure of playing the original Mario Party? Absolutely. I don't believe I have a copy around the house anymore, but my roommate in college definitely did so there were uh many a times where we would play the original didn't really play the newer ones the newer ones eh. we'll leave it at that how about you have you ever played the original mario party i have i remember playing so when i played this we never owned an n64 in its heyday we would rent it from the local video store, Family Video, which I believe just filed bankruptcy and is done now, aren't they? Yeah, it's now like a Dollar General or something. Seriously? They closed it and it's already gone? Oh, it's been gone for a while, yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. Well, when that first came around, they used to rent video game systems, and that was a treat, was for Dad to go and rent us a system for a weekend. And we did the N64 and I remember Mario 64, and I remember Mario Party, and that's what we rented, I believe, the first time we rented Nintendo 64. So, I did. Played a lot of it. Beat the crap out of our sister and my friends on it. It was a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. So, for those of you who don't know what Mario Party is, Mario Party has a... uh, Rob, why don't you tell everyone what the premise of Mario Party is? So the premise of Mario Party starts with Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Wario, and Donkey Kong sitting around arguing over who is the superstar. They go back and forth at one another before Toad interjects and notes that there's a warp pipe in Mushroom Village that they could take to a road that would help them find out who the superstar is. He warns that the road is dangerous and that being the superstar requires not only strength, but also courage, wisdom, and kindness. Luigi is the first to set off and then the rest follow. So Luigi sets off, and so begins the first of the Mario Party series, which, as it sounds, is a series of party games featuring the characters of the Mario franchise. And with the latest release of Super Mario Party in 2018, there are now 24 installments in the franchise. So Rob, you said that you didn't play some of the later ones, but how many out of all 24? And note, there are seven that are Japan only arcades, so let's go with seventeen that we would have access to. Out of the seventeen, how many do you think you've played? Uh, I would have to say somewhere between five and eight. 
Yeah, it's probably the same for me. I I couldn't tell you the last one I played. Maybe seven, eight. I don't remember playing a Wii U one. I haven't played any Switch ones. I know I played the DS ones. I didn't play the Game Boy Advance one. I don't really remember the GameCube ones. I didn't own a GameCube, so maybe it's sooner. Maybe I've only played like the first three or four. I don't know. I have played Super Mario Party. I actually own that, so um, yeah. You I, have played the new one. Yep. I, uh, yeah, but I meant more like Mario Party 10 was one that I didn't really much care for. Nine. I mean, eh, whatever. Well, well you have Super Mario Party, so tell our listeners what Mario Party is, basically. What, what, what kind of game is it? So, at the heart of Mario Party is the party mode in which up to four players play through a board trying to collect as many stars as possible. And every turn, each player rolls a dice block and moves ahead the number of spaces shown. There are different types of spaces that the player can land on, each having a different effect. Right. So this, so what, what kind of spaces are there? So you have the blue spaces, which give you three coins. You have red spaces where you lose three coins. There's a happening space always happening. Where a variety of events can happen. <laughs> oh man, you also have the uh, uh, mini game space, right? Where you play a mini game to win or lose coins. The Bowser space. That was a. I hated the ever. You always dread the Bowser space, don't you? No way. It could be great. No, you like the Bowser games. Yeah, they are a lot more fun. Plus, yeah. if it's the ones you, Bowser can take stuff from you, but he can take stuff from someone else and give it to you. That's so, you so know, true. You take the risk, but it's worth it sometimes. I do miss a good Mario Party game. They were so much fun in their heyday. I mean, and the new one may be fun. I haven't played it. I've thought about picking it up. Like, I'll see it go on sale for 40 bucks every so often. You think it's worth that? I think that if you have friends to play with, it would be. Gotcha. If it's, well, then no, you know, because I don't have friends. So, well, there's always playing online. <laughs> Can you play it online? I believe so. Yeah. Oh. Super Mario Party in 2018 also in- introduces online multiplayer for the first time in the series. Cool. Well, then maybe I've been playing a lot of um, Mario. Oh, Kart. you can just play the 80 mini games. You can't do uh, the the party mode. Yeah, it looks like it's just the. Uh... That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. I've been playing Mario Kart a lot lately. I have owned it since I got my Switch and haven't really played it. So that's been my wind down game. I try to play through one Grand Prix each night before going to bed. And truthfully, I have haven't been doing it very long. So I'm not even through all the 50 CC ones yet. I haven't played it much myself. But Dave, I think you're forgetting the most important part of Mario Party. The star? The star. How do how do you get a star in the game? There are multiple ways to get the star, but the most important way and the way that normally is how you would do it is that there are random locations throughout the map in which you could purchase a star for a specific amount of coins. And then normally what happens is once you get the star, that spot gets changed. Yeah. Well, and so everybody rolls a dice, moves their move, takes their turn. When everyone's turns over, you have basically the mini games, right? So in between each round of turns, there's a random minigame that commences. Now, here in the original Mario Party, there were 50 different minigames that could be chosen between rounds. 
Uh, I do have a few here to talk about some of some of my favorites. Do you remember any ones that you particularly liked from the original Mario Party? Wow, there's so many more than I remember. I well, I remember some of the basic ones. I remember Hot Bomb, which is the hot potato game, right? Yep. These were four player ones, so everyone participated against one another. Bumper Balls was a lot of fun. Do you remember Bumper Balls? Ah, uh, you're on top of the uh, the balls rolling around trying to knock each other off the island. Yeah, yeah. How stupid was that? And then the hot rope jump is the other one I remembered, where it's basically just a a, fi- a fiery hot rope that goes faster and faster. Ah, uh, I, I remember balloon burst was one that I always enjoyed. It was difficult, but I always thought it was kind of fun. And then uh, the tipsy tourney. Yeah, the tipsy tourney. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then, so those are the four-player games. You also could have two versus two games. And a few of those were like the hand car Havoc, where you would, uh, basically, you'd be racing a hand car to real track on the finish. And you had to take turns, you know, because you hit the button, and it would bring your side down, and the next person had to hit the button to bring their side down. So you had to time it to do it back and forth really fast, which was kind of tricky. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bombskitball. Do you remember Bombskitball? It was basketball with a bob-omb. Ah, yep. I, I've forgotten about that one, but that does sound familiar now. And then the bobsled one. Do you remember the bobsled one? Yes, that one was always a lot of fun for me. Yeah, yeah. You could also have one versus three games. So one player versus three. Some of them included the coin flower shower. Do you remember this one at all? Where coins would drop on a flower and the single player was on the top of the flower and they had to grab them before they fell to the water. And in boats in the water were the other three players. And if they dropped, the other three players could grab them before they sunk. And and so the goal was for the one person to catch enough coins and have more than the other three, and then they would win. Do you remember that at all? No, but I do remember the crane game where you had to use the crane to pick up, you know, coins, treasure chests. You could pick up the other players. Oh, yeah. The other players was funny. Other players was definitely funny. There was a tug of war which is kind of relevant. We'll talk more about that in just a second. And then I particularly liked, do you remember the bash and cash with the one player in the Bowser suit at all? No, I don't believe I do. So one person was in a Bowser suit and the other three people had hammers and they had to try to, they had to try to beat all his armor off basically uh, with hammer blows in 30 seconds. (laughs) So that That sounds like fun. So tug of war did you know that there was a little bit of controversy with this game around Tug of War? No. What what kind of controversy is there? So this was a Nintendo 64 game, right? And Tug of War, a game called Pedal Battle, and a game called Pedal Power all would require you to rotate uh... the joystick really hard. And people would have rotated so hard they would get blisters on the palm of their hands, and they were sued. Nintendo was sued. And they lost. They had to pay like several thousand dollars in damages to people. And for a while after the game came out, with proof of purchase, they would offer a Mario Party themed glove that you could contact them and find. Kind of like, kind of like what I've never seen it before. I don't know what it looks like. And it's kind of it reminds me of like when the Wii first came out and they had to like people were throwing their controllers into their TVs. And so they had to like give you those stupid plastic controller covers for free. You remember those? Yes, I do. I actually believe I still have some of those covers. Oh, I know I still have all mine. I, I the Wii was the only launch system I have I've ever owned. Uh a uh, couple reasons. One, it was two hundred dollars. Wasn't it two hundred dollars when it first came out? Yeah, uh, so 
so it was affordable. And two, I happened to be working at Best Buy at the time, and after we had passed out all the tickets, there were still tickets left. We hadn't sold out of them, and someone was like, hey, does anyone else want a Wii? And I was like, well, I guess it's a sign. <laughs> I'm here. So I had a launch Wii. So, fun fact, as a result of that lawsuit, until the 3DS Mario Parties, there were no more minigames in the series that required heavy rotation of an analog stick because they didn't want to have to repeat that mess. So, Those were the most fun, in my opinion. No. I know. If you didn't get a blister, it means you weren't trying hard enough and you didn't want to win. So, time for today's lesson, Rob. Yay. <laughs> you know, like we had opened with, Mario Party is a series of party games that, you know, is, is features the games in the Mario Party franchise. And party games are, by definition, games that are played at social gatherings to facilitate social interaction and provide entertainment and recreation. So some characteristics of party games can include uh, games that can support a relatively large number of players. It's common for party games to have team-based play. Party games will traditionally encourage cooperation and interaction between players. And party games typically also have an entertainment value for spectators. Okay, Party games of the non-video game variety include things like Bear Pong. Hmm? That's a spectacle, right? Wouldn't know. Never played it. Cough, cough. I'm mm-hmm. a good person. Uh-huh. A- apples to apples and cards against humanity. Those are those are party games. Bingo. Very basic. I guess that's a party game for old people, huh? Huh? Okay. I, yeah, I guess. The real party going on there. Woo! Never Have I Ever is a common party game, as is Pictionary. Those are party games. Very different types of games. <laughs> but they're party games. They all hold the same characteristics. Uh, and if you think about it, almost all of them have... The last one really sticks out to me, right? that they typically have entertainment value for spectators. And almost all of those do in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I guess they do. Some children's party games, you know, are are very common. Musical chairs would be one of them. Pin the tail on the donkey would be another, as is hitting the pinata. So party games have a long storied history. Party games, in terms of video games, came about in the 1980s. The very first one that is typically regarded as a party game came out for the TRS-80 computer in 1980, and it's a game called Olympic Decathlon. And in, in this party game, players compete in 10 track and field events. Uh, there was a bunch of running events. There was a long jump, a shot put, a high jump, a discus, pole vault, javelin, and that's pretty much all of them. The rest were all running. And it could have between one and six players alternating, right? In fact, this is the first game that we know of that was literally called a party game because at the time, Byte Magazine called it, quote, a great party game. TRS-80. Isn't that the calculator I used to use? Uh, not quite. <laughs> After that, we had a party game for the NES era called Anticipation. Uh, right on the box, uh, Nintendo described it. Uh, it was literally described as Nintendo's first video board game on on the box art. And basically, what it was, it was a combination of Pictionary and Trivial Pursuit. So you had these pieces on a game board, and each space had a color, and each color represented a category. And you would land on a space, and you would get to guess a puzzle from that category. And the way the puzzles were was that the game would slowly draw you a picture. 
and the first person to buzz in that could guess correctly what it was got the got basically the color right and when you got every color in level one the puzzles would go to level two and when you got all the colors in level two the puzzles would go to level three and it went there was either four or five levels depending on how you set up the game and the first person to get all the colors and all the levels would win the game is basically how anticipation worked and that was 1988 there really wasn't a whole lot in between there in 93 uh we had a series of educational games for the sega pico you ever hear of the sega pico before uh no that no so the, so the sega pico was an educational video game console that was obviously made by sega it was really a precursor to leapfrog because that's pretty much what we have nowadays for educational consoles hmm. isn't it although uh, I, re- sure. I think i think the leapfrog has really been leaped frogged <laughs> by uh like kindles and stuff like that now i was just yeah i was just gonna say you get a kindle for like 80 dollars leapfrogs are probably about the same and yeah you can download yeah. a lot more stuff and they'd last you know yep one such game was called sonic the hedgehog's game world and it was basically a series of of problem solving mini games designed for children between ages four and seven and then, realistically, there was a few other party games in the middle, but the next really notable one's a big one. It's You Don't Know Jack, which came out in ni- the year you were born, 95, for the PC. You ever play You... you we've played You Don't Know Jack. I don't know why I'm about to ask you that question. I know we've played it. Yeah, I don't know why either. I swear that we had volumes 1 through 375, because I remember all of the damn disc cases sitting in our computer room forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the longest time, I'm like, You Don't Know Jack, what the hell is that? And then we played, and I was like, "Oh, this is incredible!" You know why? You know why there's ten thousand copies? Why is that? Because for a while, I used to buy balk, um, balk bundles of games on eBay and sell them, and sell and resell the extra copies for games I wanted. And you know, Jack was one where I bought like twenty copies of it and sold a bunch of them on on eBay. Wow, that's why there's multiple copies of games. That's when I was living in the basement like i don't know 16 17 18 living in the basement because i wanted the games and i was like well i can get this and then i can have it for free when i saw all these extra copies type deal you know a la professor quirrell there's a troll in the dungeon Mm -hmm. you ought to know for those of you who don't know what you don't know jack is it's a party game that combines trivia and comedy and it's all over the place nowadays because now we have the jackbox party packs which are really big social live streaming games i wouldn't say they're really big social live streaming games but i've been seeing a lot of them a lot of them played in streaming lately so that's pretty much all the games before mario party now we do have party games are a lot more prevalent now than they used to be you know after mario party series we had the super monkey ball series have you ever played that one i haven't played it but i know of it i loved super monkey ball on the gamecube there was this one game where you would roll down a big chute and then you'd open up the balls and have to glide and whoever got like to the clearest of the center or the most points would win. I used to play the hell out of that game. Um, there's Fusion Frenzy. There's Rayman's Raving Rabbits for the Wii. You've got the, I mean, Wii Party, which didn't Wii Party come with the Wii? Or, or was right around the Wii? That was... Uh, I know that... Wii Sports came with it. I don't know Oh yeah, Wii, Wii Party's did. probably different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Keep talking and nobody explodes. That's a more recent one. Overcooked and one of the one of the fads right now among us is technically a party video game. Very storied history. Know what I mean? Absolutely. 
You got any party games I didn't talk about that you particularly like? You know, other than you don't know Jack, I don't play very many of them. Yeah, we don't, which is weird. We should. I love the Jackbox Party Packs. I haven't bought the latest one, but I think I have the first six. Four. Oh, six? No, oh. I've got I've got more than that. There's they're on seven or eight now. I'm pretty sure I have up to six. I believe I still have access through one through four because you let me log in one time when you were here and download them to my PC. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, no, I uh, definitely would like to play more of them. It's just difficult to get a good number of people together. Oh, yeah, maybe I only have four. I thought I bought five and six recently. Maybe I bought them and forgot to redeem the uh, which call it. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I think. I was thinking about party games. I didn't see it on the list, like because I was pulling from a list. Uh, you know, my research. Would you consider Fall Game Fall Guys a party game? Hmm. I mean, if Among Us is, why wouldn't Fall Guys be on there? It's it's got a lot of the same cooperation and spectacle and relatively large number of people. Hell, if that's the case, man, we could even talk about things like the Twitch mar- Marble Stream thing or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? One where it's marbles in a in a thing, and that's yeah, isn't it just called marbles on stream or something like that? Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's technically a party game. I mean, I guess that's too passive to be a party game, huh? I I don't know. I feel I I really don't know the answer to that. I mean, because yeah, if you technically right. can consider the ones that are online, like Among Us is considered one, and it's not, you know, I, I guess, yeah. I guess technically any game by that matter can be considered a party game. Hell, right. don't you remember all of the LAN parties you used to have while gaming? Those were party games, were they not? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know where to draw the line if we're going to talk about if we're going to talk about that. So, but here we are talking about Mario Party today. And as a result, I wanted to see just how familiar you are with all the video, all the mini games in the series. There's okay. like a, like I noted before, there are 24 installments in the Mario Party franchise, and between them, there is a total of 769 mini games. So I've selected a number of them, and I'm going to tell you its name and describe the game, and you're going to tell me whether or not it's an actual Marty P- Mario Party mini game from somewhere in the franchise, or it's not, because admittedly, there are some from other games. And then I made up some as well. Is it a Mario Party minigame or not? Let's go. You ready? Looney Lumberjacks, a two versus two minigame in which the two teams have to work together using a saw to cut through a log. Mario Party. It is an actual Mario Party minigame. It is featured in Mario Party 2 for the Nintendo 64 and Mario Party the Top 100 for the 3DS. So you got one. That's one. Woo! I better keep score here, huh? All right, ready for the next one? Sure thing. All right. Heat Stroke, a one versus three minigame in which the solo player is suspended with balloons and given a hammer to knock away platforms that the other three players are standing on. The other three are supposed to jump when the solo player hits the platform or else they'll go off screen with the platform and lose. Timing is everything with this minigame. You could fake the hammer hit to trick the players into jumping too early. What do you think? Minigame or not minigame? That's a Mario Party game. It is an actual minigame featured in Mario Party 5 for the GameCube and Mario Party the Top 100 for the 3DS. 
Okay. All right. So the next one is called Don't Milk the Cows. Players have to fill up as many glasses of milk as possible, switch the glass with the button when it's full, and fill up the next one. Most glasses of milk wins. That does not sound like Mario Party Dave. No, that is not Mario Party. Can you guess what it's from? That, to me, sounds like Raving Rabbids. It's absolutely. Bunnies don't milk cows. Raymond, Raven, Rabbids. So you got that double right. You don't get double points for that, though. I'm sorry. I didn't count on that. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, next one. Trash Landing. Trash Landing is a four-player dual minigame, which takes place in a garage full of tools, car parts, and other garage-related objects. Players have five seconds to pick a rope. After five seconds, they grab the rope and glide fo forward where they have to properly time releasing the rope to drop to the object in front of them. Each rope leads to a different garage object, which they will not have seen beforehand, and each object is a different size, which affects how you land on it. So trash landing. Minigame or non-minigame? That's a Mario Party game. It's a Mario Party game. Absolutely. Featured in the Mario Party DS. Alright, next one. Goomba Goomba Two Shoes. Four-person minigame of the musical variety. It's a rhythm game, like DDR. Players have to follow the moves on the screen to follow the Goomba's dance moves. If you miss a move and get it wrong, you're disqualified. Last person standing wins unless 60 seconds pass, and then it's a tie. Mm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna say this is one that you made up, Dave. Jesus Christ. Do you have them in front of you or something? I did, I made that one up. So I was just gonna say, unless it was in one of the games I never played, that one did not sound whatsoever familiar. Alright, so the next one's called Paint the Town. It's a four-person minigame in which the players are put in front of a scrolling shooting gallery that looks like the Mushroom Kingdom. As the scrolls by, either toadstools or goombas will pop out, and the players have to shoot them with the paintball guns they have. You gain a point for shooting a goomba, you lose a point for painting a toadstool, most point wins. That is absolutely a Mario Party game, and I believe it was from the original. I made that one up, I swear. Really? Yeah. Okay, then there's a, definitely a shooting gallery one. There, I'm pretty sure there's a shooting gallery one, but it's definitely not that. It, it, it's definitely not that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I had to look this. I had to find out because I remember this. No, that's not it. What the hell am the one? It's like a Wild Wild West one. Yes, there is one later in the series that is a Wild Wild West one. Um, but that's it's not what I thought it, you were describing. It's not. You're mixing it up with like another game because it's not quite. It's not quite like this where good or bad it's a just a shooting gallery type deal so all right next one Damn. cut cut from the team in this mini game each player takes turns cutting one of 10 wires if it's dead they move to the back of the line if it's live it triggers a spring which launches them off the platform last person standing wins that is absolutely a mario party game yep mario party 8 for the wii it's a battle mini game all right Next one. Next one is called Boo Burglars. Two versus two minigame in which the boos spawn throughout the area, and players have to use a flashlight to find boos that have diamonds inside their body. One player holds the flashlight, one another holds a net. Once the one player finds the diamond boo, the net holder has to go grab it to score a point. Most points wins. That sounds pretty made up, Dave. Nope. Mario Party 10 for the Wii U. Oh my. Right? Right? All right, next one's called Frequent Flyer. 
Four-person minigame in which players have to toss flyers to people walking by at various speeds and distances. Most flyers given out wins the minigame. I think that's made up. It's not from Mario Party. It's actually from WarioWare Smooth Moves. Ah. Good job. All right. Close. We got two. I got three more. Three more for you. All right. Next one's called Fuel Me Once. Players have a jetpack, and they're asked to land as close to a specific spot as possible. In order to do so, they're shown a fuel gauge with the amount of fuel needed for the 100 for 100 spot, the spot's marked with 100. The hand on the fuel gauge will start moving at a random speed before the, the fuel gauge blacks out altogether, and players have to memorize the speed of the hand and the location of the spot to stop it as close as possible to having enough fuel to land on the spot. Closest person wins. I'm going to have to say that that's a Mario Party game. It is. It's an actual mini game from Mario Party Island Tour for the 3DS. All right, this next one cracks me up. This one's called Down the Drain. It's a four-person mini game in which the players have to try to use a plunger to unclog a warp pipe. So it's basically a mini game where you have to hit the button as fast as possible as water fills up on the screen. And the winning player wins coins like with the most and a piranha plot, the piranha plant pops out of the pipe and the wash water rushes down. Well, the losing players all sit there holding their breath underwater as one of those little stupid, cheap, cheap fishes swims by Mario Party or not Mario Party. I'm going to have to say that's made up. That's totally made up. I actually like can you imagine a Mario Party game where they're having to plunge a war pipe? That would be pretty funny. Uh, all right. Last one. Facelift. Players are shown a distorted face shot of Mario, Bowser, a few other players, and they have to change the facial elements to match the distorted photo as much as possible. Closest to the original image wins. That is a mini game from the original Mario Party. And Mario Party 2 and Mario Party, the top 100. It was used over again. I guess I forgot that, but I definitely knew it was part of the original. Look at that. You got most of them. You got like 10 out of 13, which is really damn good odds. It's like passing in most classes and then some woohoo right good job good job well rob you know that's about all i have for mario party today what uh would you like to add anything about the game well dave i think you're forgetting a very important point to talking about the video games and how it's affected people the reviews oh yeah the reviews you got the reviews for today you know i think i do and uh you can see some of the reviews that I found over there on Metacritic. Absolutely. Well, what'd you find? Well, Dave, there's obviously quite a few positive reviews to this game. You know, it's one of those ones that instills great memories among people. For example, Black Ops Hatred says that this game has survived for over 11 years. Just about every time friends are over, I try to get them to play this. It truly is an astonishing classic, which revolutionized the board game industry. If I could show you my face when playing this, I would. <laughs> I like the next one by Troll4N. It says, warning, this game breaks friendships. This is the best advice I can tell you. Prepare to play with your friends and have the best multiplayer moments of N64. This game is the meaning of fun. Playing with family or friends, the fun is guaranteed. This is so legendary that we're about to have Mario Party 10. This is, of course, made some years later. Yes, there have been nine sequences of this amazing game. 
That's what he says. There have been nine sequences of this amazing game. I would have said, and now there's a tenth. But this dude was super excited for Mario Party, huh? That he was. What else we got here? These are fun. Who else likes this game? Well, we have user Amora, who says that the starting game for Mario Party is pretty good, bringing sure fun, rage, luck, and a test of skill. While all these are good things, we can't deny the bad things. God, that was really weird because the way they said that. I have to change the whole wording from that. User Amora says the starting game for Mario Party is pretty good, bringing sure fun, rage, luck, and the test of skill. While all of these are good things, we can't deny the bad things in this game. We already know what it is. The lawsuit that Nintendo got from this game from those stick rotation games. But besides that disaster, this game is still pretty good till this day. Talks about the freaking lawsuit in their review. Also, this review was like 2018. So what is that? 20 years after the game came out. And this is like, hey, we know what was wrong with this. The the lawsuit from Nintendo, which, of course, doesn't affect this person in any way, shape or form at this point. Uh, I don't know why that one just irked me. Did everyone like this game? Are there any bad reviews on the list here that you got? Oh, absolutely, Dave. You know, (laughs) user Blackbox64 says, I would not recommend this. The RNG in this game is all biased towards one character. This game could destroy friendships and sever families. For your own sakes, don't buy this game. (laughs) <laughs> oh dude here's one from cow dude 121 that's pretty good it just goes esrb rating e for everyone contains and a list of things it contains it contains mild violence mischief broken analog sticks ruined friendships money loss hand injuries more money loss mixed reviews anger even more anger after that blood clots hand blisters and eye strain <laughs> oh my I know. Oh man, any other good ones? Any other gems found in there? I I I don't know. What what else? Anything else on there? Um, I'm trying to see. If there's another good one. Uh, there's one that says "Cheeky Breaky Mario Party Hotakakishnir." Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no. mm. Um, there's not another no. good, great, like bad one. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I think the point is that in general, people like Mario Party, right? I think that's a fair statement. Most people like Mario Party. We still like Mario Party. We still look forward to Mario Parties, but have been disappointed by more recent entries in the series. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yeah, I would say that they're not quite what they were in the beginning. Although I do think they're starting to make a comeback. Oh, good. I know they're working on another one, so... Well, um, we'll see if this one will live up to the original game. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, that that's Mario Party. You got anything else you want to add about Mario Party? Uh, it is definitely one of those games that you're going to get mad at. You're you're going to get real mad because sometimes the game is a little unfair to you. But uh, just remember, at the end of the day, you're still friends with everyone you're playing with. Unless you hate the person, then why are you playing games with them in the first place? All right. Well, gaming question of the week, ladies and gentlemen. This one was inspired by our character today, Mario. Since Mario is such a universally liked video game character, I've been thinking, Rob, which video game character do you wish you were most like? Who do you want to be? Hmm. 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 
I want to be my avatar in Forza because that guy gets to drive a lot of really cool cars. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool to get to drive all those cars. Hell yeah, it would, man. What about yourself? You know, it's funny. I I don't know. I'm thinking. I get these questions ahead of time. We all get these questions ahead of time. In case you didn't know, they're on www.memorycardlay.com. But, um, I don't know, man. Like, do you want to be, like, a superhero? Like, Spider-Man? Or, like, I had weird ones pop into my head, like... I think it'd be cool to be Professor Layton and get to solve puzzles in weird places all the time. I think that'd be pretty badass. I don't know who has traits that would be super cool. Like, would it be cool to be the guy from Dishonored and get to do that teleport thing all the time, you know? Uh, I never played it. I I really don't know what I would want to be. I mean, Mario would be cool. He seems to have a lot of adventures, but I mean, he's chasing a girl that always gets taken. Like, that's his life, right? It's a it's a vicious cycle. Get the girl, girl gets taken, gotta go somewhere else to get the girl, girl gets taken, gotta go somewhere else to get the girl, girl gets taken, save the girl, gotta get somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like a vicious freaking cycle for this man. One thing's for sure, he can't hold on to a woman for the life of him. Uh, uh, Mario lovers aside, your dude has slippery fingers. Well, just think of Link always having to save Hyrule and Princess Zelda. Yeah, that's true. Although she is a pretty badass. Yeah, she. Peach, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. The girls, Nintendo girls, are pretty solid, man. Yeah, I should. I probably should have thought. I mean, no one sticks out. All the good people are like you. Got to consider if the good people, like, do you take their situation with you? So, like, if you want to be like, I don't know. Um a vault hunter from Borderlands. Do you, do you get to be badass in your world or do you have to be badass on Pandora and have to deal with all the bullshit from the, you know, the all the psychos and shit? That's really the question. You know, to that end, it'd be pretty cool. Like, if you think of Crackdown, to be able to, like, jump super high and pick up cars and stuff, that, if you didn't have to worry about, like, yeah, the, exactly. The aspect of it, and yeah, it'd be pretty damn cool to be that guy. But like, if you have to deal with what he's dealing with all the time, and the super villains coming after you. That's a good point. So maybe like just cause if you could be like Rico Rodriguez and have that cool, uh, uh, his grappling hook and his suit, and be a super suave, suave, super suave, uh, uh, secret agent. I think that'd be pretty cool. I would dig that. Uh, I'm, let's gonna let's be honest here. Rico Rodriguez probably pulls lots of tail, so there's that. You know, if that's your thing. There is that. Yeah, I like that. Well, there you go. That's our answers for the gaming question of the week. We would love to hear from you. You can join us on our Discord. You can submit your answers on our website, www.memorycardlane.com. That's it. Submit your answers on www.memorycardlane.com and do so for a chance to have your answer to the gaming question of the week read on air. I would love to hear from you. I don't always want to be the only one giving my opinion. So join us, give us your opinion, and I will share it with the world. I think that'll about do it for today, huh, Rob? I think so, Dave. You have anything you want to add? 
as always, I just got to say thank you so much to everyone who is listening. Go ahead, reach out to us. Let us know you're listening. Let us know whether you love or hate Mario Party. Tell us the stories of all the uh, big family fights that you had and the social discord that came from being in first and then having it ripped away because someone had more coins than you and won more mini games and quite honestly just got really lucky with a random star. Very, very true. Where can they do so? Well, Rob, so we have a website and I've mentioned it a few times, but in case you need to hear it again, it's www.memorycardlane.com. On memorycardlane.com, I post old shows so you can listen to what's now a six month archive of, of, of weekly shows. I post a calendar where you can take a look at upcoming episodes if you'd like to submit your stories on future episodes or if you would like to submit your answers to future gaming questions of the week you can do so calendar goes forward about three or four months i post my notes my research notes for each episode so you can check links that would have more information on all of our games the link to our discord is there and there is a link to our patreon rob tell us about patreon well dave for only $2 a month, you can support Dave and I. That's it. Plain and simple, right? Nothing fancy. If you like what you're hearing, it's $2. We've got one tier $2. And we use that to pay for this podcast. Podcast hosting, website hosting. That's it. Plain and simple. We are not fancy people around here. You know the other thing that people could find on our website, Rob? Well, Dave, I think you might be talking about our social medias. So why don't you tell the people where you can be found. I am on Twitter at David underscore is underscore wrong, where I post about rocket league and I wish video games a happy birthday, honestly, because that's what I do. I'm into the history side. I want to teach people something. So, you know, if you want to learn about video game birthdays and you want to learn about rocket league, come join me. And of course you'll see postings for these episodes. So you can, Stay up to date on the latest episode of Memory Card Lane, uh, or a trip down Memory Card Lane, rather. Rob, what are you doing on social media these days? Well, Dave, I myself am much more into playing the games than talking the history of them, so I can be found on twitch.tv forward slash F-A-T-B-O-I-R-I-P-Z. Awesome. Well, that'll about do it for this week, so moving on to next week. Next week, we're going to be heading back to the NES era again to look back at one of the most notable shooters of 1988. This game is known for many different reasons. It's commonly referred to as one of the harder games to beat, even still to this day. And it was it was wildly popular due to the fact it allowed for two players to play simultaneously, which was uncommon. And most of all, it largely helped popularize, which is perhaps the most famous cheat of all time, the Konami Code. And we're going to need all 30 lives that it provided to get through this mess. And if you don't know, of course, we're talking about Contra. Along with the, we'll be talking about Contra along with the history of the Konami Code. And basically a history of cheat codes and games in general. So join us again next week as we take a down and dirty cheating trip down memory card lane. Do that thing. Da 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 ba da. <laughs>